hey, this is coming and we better be prepared. I'm gonna go there in just a second. Hey, I wanna let you know about something also. Um, recently, as on Mike Adams' program, you can check out the link, go over there and watch it. I think it's gonna really bless you. Mike Adams from uh, Brighteon and Natural News. And I was also on Vindogs recently, so that link is included too. Go over there, uh, like and share those things. And appreciate if you like and share and subscribe to this too. And then uh, one more quick thing before we look at what's coming and needing to be prepared. Hey, check this out on uh, February 22nd, just coming up in a few weeks. Uh, Josh Aaron is going to be joining me at 412 Church in San Jacinto. You can go to the events page and everything will be updated there by tomorrow. And uh, check it out. I hope that you can join us. It's free. It's first come and first seat. I think it's going to be a terrific night. It's going to start at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, February 22. Really looking forward to that. It'll be a, a night of Israel, a night of worship uh, with Josh Aaron. And then also I'll be in Orlando with Prophecy Watchers. You can check that out. It is in the events. I hope that you can join us there. Love to meet you guys. Okay, well, let's get going on because there is a lot to talk about. One final thing is this. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Man, everything is getting rocked right now, all right? Listen, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Don't lose heart. A um, lot of things going on between the government and terrorist attacks in Iran, the Biden administration, everything that's happening uh, over there. And again, the politics over there, just really something else as we observe everything. But remember this, Jesus is coming. And uh, come quickly, Lord Jesus. All right, uh, let's see what we can expect. So think of this. Over the last three years, governments in the United States and the other Western democracies, they thrust themselves into the lives of, of citizens like never before. With all varying degrees of success, governments, listen, they've always used propaganda to push their agenda and discredit their critics. This time, they were able to co-op most of the media into their efforts. In fact, it's still going on today. Uh, but during the controversies, of the last few years, governments went far beyond propaganda. They actually placed people in jail for exercising basic rights like freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. These were not people advocating sedition or violence. They were people who simply disagreed with the government and tried to exercise supposedly guaranteed rights. I, I mean, think of it this way. When you look over at the UK right now, you have a couple of people who have been arrested for praying in front of an abortion clinic, even praying uh, quietly and privately. So we're watching these things, right? Uh, so when we think of the crisis, even though the immediate crisis of the uh, pandemic has passed, uh, for thousands, the suffering from these retributions continues. It's been a foretaste of something the Bible says is coming to our whole world. All right, with that as an understanding, now we're going to jump forward to digital Everything is going digital and a global control of beef system. So Revelation chapter 13, you guys know it well. It tells us about a global system of money and control. It says the Antichrist and his cohort known in the Bible as the false prophet will cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's in Revelation chapter 13. So we usually hear people talk about the mark itself. Will it be a microchip, uh, perhaps a tattoo, RFID thing, or something like that? 
But what does the number of his name mean? Uh, the next verse identifies that number as 666. So how do we calculate that? Those are important questions. But today I want to look at this verse from a different perspective. Imagine the infrastructure of such a system. Also think about the level of control it will require. The system will apply to every person in the world. The Bible says all. Revelation 13 verse 7 says, Authority was given to him that be Antichrist over every tribe, tongue, and nation. That means Antichrist uh, will achieve what Napoleon, Hitler, Stalin, and so many others only dreamed of. A one world government ruled by one evil man and his power over individuals and nations will be centered on money. Uh, those who refuse to receive his mark will not be allowed to buy or sell anything. All right, so we're hearing a lot about the money thing, right? Uh, you and I, uh, let's go there. Let's talk about this. Because again, let me just repeat that last statement. His power over individuals and nations will be centered on money. Okay, for that to happen, cash must end. I was asked a question just recently. Uh, can't just cash be there plus this system? No, the problem would be uh, the, you think the black market is, is bad now. If there's just any cash available at all, the, the Antichrist would lose control over everything because the black market would be enormous. So for this to happen, cash must end. You can't control every transaction and people can still use cash. With cash, money can and does move under the table. Antichrist control of the world will happen quickly and once the church is out of the way. That means that the infrastructure for a cashless society has to be built now and that's exactly what's happening. So think of it again. I, I believe it's not going to come into full, uh, full force until after the rapture. But absolutely, the infrastructure must be built now. Antichrist, a, uh, uh, Satan has to be ready. That's why we're seeing everything such a mess right now. Satan is making everything ready. He's gearing up for his, his, his final battle. He thinks he's actually going to win because he's so full of pride. He's not going to win. But listen, after the rapture of the church, all of this is going to come into place. But the infrastructure is now... And we could see digital currency and the cashless society before the rapture. Listen, the Holy Spirit gave John this prophecy almost 2,000 years ago. For most of those 2,000 years, no one could even imagine it. But today, most world planners see a cashless world with all transactions under government scrutiny as inevitable. Future currency will be digital. Listen, a future currency, a digital one, is coming it could come soon. This infrastructure could take place before the rapture, but the mark of the beast won't come about until after the rapture. But that's why we are seeing everything develop now. That's why we're hearing the talk about it. Listen, I'm not referring to private cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. I'm talking about government-backed digital currencies. At the 2022 World Government Summit in Dubai, American economist Dr. Pippa Malmgren explained the difference between private cryptocurrencies and the government-backed versions. You, you may have seen her uh, in the video. I saw it several times. Here's her quote. This new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. This is her quote. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. Listen, this is not just about governments switching their currencies from paper to digital. 
uh, to a large degree, that has already happened. Most of the world's money supply does not exist as paper currency, but as zeros and ones in computerized financial centers. Uh, remember that she was speaking to the World Government Summit. This is about world government, power and control on a global basis. Dr. Malmgren went on to say, what underpins a world order is always the financial system. We are on the brink of dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy. That's her quote. According to Tech Monitor, another quote, nine out of 10 central banks around the world are working on plans for their own central bank digital currencies. Get this, that's 90%. According to the Atlantic Council, 11 countries have fully launched a digital currency, and China's pilot, which reaches 260 million people, is set to expand to most of the country in 2023. That's this year. Elites are describing this as a digital currency race. They have succeeded in making it a priority in most countries and giving it extreme urgency. In June, the new Atlanticist, ran a story with the headline, Central Banks Are Embracing Digital Currencies, Will the U.S. Lead or Follow? Listen, uh, because they have convinced world leaders that they are in a race, most nations are plunging forward with little regard for the long-term consequences. Digital currency is not the mark of the beast, but it is preparatory for the mark of the beast. It, 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 all the infrastructure and everything is Getting ready, baby. The impending end of cash is yet another jaw-dropping reminder of the Bible's accurate prediction of events taking place in our day, events that could not have taken place before now. I've read many people who say, well, these things could have all happened before. No, they could not. It was absolutely impossible until this generation that we live in. Listen, this proves once again the accuracy and validity of the whole Bible. What does that mean for your life? It means that no matter what happens, you can trust God and his promises completely. Listen, I want to encourage you and, uh, to trust in the Lord. I mean, we look at prophecy after prophecy after prophecy here, and we see the fulfillment of them. All of the prophecies of the first coming of Christ were fulfilled, and all of the prophecies of his second coming, listen, they're about ready to be fulfilled. We can see it, the writing is on the wall. This book has given us exactly the direction this is gonna go and how it's all going to end, and that Jesus came the first time to forgive us of our sins. Listen, if anyone trusts in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says that they will be saved. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Jesus didn't say, I am a way. There's many out there that say Jesus is just a way. Well, according to Jesus, he's built heaven. He's the one that has provided the way, the forgiveness of sins, and by him we must get there. Uh, and it's absolutely free. Asking Christ to forgive you, recognizing that you're a sinner, repenting of sin, and surrendering to him. Listen, if you do that and you're genuine, then you can know that you are forgiven and that you are saved and that he has provided the way for you to get to heaven. God bless you guys. Uh, like and share this video, and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, 
hopeforourtimes.com and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.